You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, where each weekday during the month of December, I'll be sharing thoughts, principles, and insights to help you connect more with family and friends, to find the true meaning of Christmas, and to help you get more out of Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Daily Drive Podcast Christmas Edition, or More Christ Edition, where each weekday I'll share a brief thought, principle, and story about Christmas to help you get more out of your Christmas by focusing more on Christ, as well as a Christmas activity that you can do with family and friends to help connect a little bit better with those that you love. I'm Josh Downs, and today's episode is episode 221, One Step in Front of the Other. Now, quick update on the the Christmas Card Project fundraiser. We are sitting at just a little over $3,000 really after just a few days, which is absolutely amazing to me. We have people coming on board to help raise donations and deliver these Christmas cards and gift cards now in parts of Idaho and other areas in Utah outside of Ogden and Salt Lake and Provo. So we are definitely picking up steam and I feel like we're just getting started. It was so amazing to see how grateful people were at receiving such a small gift card and a pie and just being told thanks that they were appreciated during Thanksgiving that we're looking to spread that impact to as many as we can in as many places as we can. And if you haven't donated, there's certainly no pressure, but every little bit helps and I'd welcome your support in whatever way that you can give it. I referenced the story of a wealthy businessman a few episodes ago who's been going around for years to different cities during Christmas time, delivering close to $100,000 each time in the form of $100 bills to random strangers that just look like they could use a little help at Christmas, which is amazing to me. And the only thing that I think could be even better would be a 100,000 people out delivering 100 gift cards each. If we can duplicate his spirit in ourselves and in others, our impact will be felt exponentially. My goal for this year and starting out was $5,000, but... I have a feeling at the rate that we're going, we might have to adjust that, which only means a bigger impact in the lives of others for good. So please, if you'd like to help the effort, you can find the donation page on my Facebook page under Josh Downs or its own page, The Christmas Card Project, or you can even Venmo me directly at Joshua-Downs. And thank you so much to all those who have already donated. Your donations will absolutely make a difference in people's lives. Now, today's Christmas thought comes from the movie Santa Claus is Coming to Town. You remember this one? (laughs) Which first aired Christmas of 1970 and has continued to air several times every Christmas since. The made-for-TV movie stars the voices of Fred Astaire, Mickey Rooney, Keenan Wynn, Robbie Lester, and Joan Gardner, as well as Paul Frees. It tells the story of the origins of Santa and contains well-known characters such as, obviously, Kris Kringle, his penguin friend Topper, the Winter Warlock, and of course, the Burgermeister. (laughs) In the movie, while on his way to deliver toys to a little town called Sombertown, Chris has to pass through the forest controlled by the Winter Warlock. And while he narrowly makes it through on his way to Sombertown, he and Topper aren't so lucky on his way back, eventually getting captured by two of the Winter Warlock's tree friends, Willy Willow and Peter Pine. (laughs) They come face to face with the mean old cold-hearted Winter Warlock, As he is telling Chris and Topper that they'll never get away, Chris asks before they're done in if the Winter Warlock wouldn't mind if he gave him something. Chris tells the Winter Warlock that I've managed to save one little toy and I'd like for you to have it. To which the Winter Warlock responds, "Uh, you, You wish to give me a present? A toy? To which Chris replies, Yes, sir. But no one ever gives mean old Warlock a toy. To which Chris says, well, I'd like to start a new custom. (laughs) 
Although skeptical of this gesture, the Winter Warlock allows Chris to reach into his bag just long enough to bring out a choo-choo train, and he presents it to the Winter Warlock. You know this scene, right? Then there's a melting effect that comes over the Winter Warlock, and Chris asks, what's that? To which the Winter Warlock tells him, it's my icy heart. It's melting. Well, look, Mr. Warlock, says Chris, to which the Winter Warlock interrupts. No, please, please, call me Winter. Winter, Chris says. Oh, yes, yes. Suddenly, he says, my whole outlook has changed from bad to good. Well, that's great, says Chris. And then the Winter Warlock says this. It's a profound statement. Ah, but will it last? (laughs) He goes on to say, I really am a mean and despicable creature at heart, you know. It's so difficult to really change. How often have we thought those same words ourselves? It's so hard to change. How can I learn to control my temper, to overcome whatever weakness I have, to live healthier, to learn to be a better mother or father, husband or wife, a better friend or neighbor, to be more spiritual, to be more productive? Sometimes the prospect of changing from where we are to where we'd like to be seems so overwhelming that we find ourselves thinking the same thought as the winter warlock. Ah, but will it last? It's so difficult to really change. Well, then comes the message from Santa that epitomizes really what Christmas is all about. Difficult, Chris says. (laughs) Why, look here. Changing from bad to good is as easy as taking your first step. And that's the secret. To not focus so much on where you want to be, but just in taking a step in that direction. Just one step. And I've talked at length about how change is rarely drastic, but happens a little at a time, one step at a time, a choice here, a choice there, consistently over time. Anything about yourself that you want to change, but especially as we focus on changing something from bad to good, follows the formula put forth in the song that Chris starts singing for the Winter Warlock. And it's a song that simply says this, Just put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will get where you're going if you never get up on your feet. Come on, there's a good tailwind blowing. A fast walking man is hard to beat. If you want to change your direction, if your time of life is at hand, well, don't be the rule, be the exception. A good way to start is to stand. Put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking out the door. At this point, the Winter Warlock joins in on the scene and says, If I want to change the reflection I see in the mirror each morn, you mean that it's just my election to vote for a chance to be reborn? And then the chorus again. Yes, you put one foot in front of the other, and soon you're walking across the floor. You put one foot in front of the other. And soon, you're walking out the door. I love that little scene, and it's honestly to me what Christmas is all about, and the effect that more Christ can have on all of us. More Christ inspires us to be better and to take those difficult first steps that lead to change. In fact, after an incredible change and transformation that one man went through in Scripture, much like Paul did in the New Testament, it's recorded, That the Lord said unto me, Marvel not that all mankind, yea, men and women and all nations, kindred tongues and people, must be born again, yea, born of God, changed from their carnal and fallen state to a state of righteousness, 
being redeemed of God, becoming his sons and daughters. And thus they become new creatures, and unless they do this, they can in no wise inherit the kingdom of God. Elder David A. Bednar, leader of my faith, said this about these verses. Please note, he said, that the conversation described in these verses is mighty, not minor. A spiritual rebirth and fundamental change of what we feel and desire, what we think and do, and what we are. Indeed, the essence of the gospel of Jesus Christ entails a fundamental and permanent change in our very nature, made possible through our reliance upon the merits and mercy and grace of the Holy Messiah. As we choose to follow the Master, we choose to be changed, to be spiritually reborn. And as difficult as change seems, we can remember changing ourselves for the better isn't just based on our efforts alone. As Brad Wilcox once said, we are not just walking towards God and Christ, we are walking with them. President James E. Faust, another leader of my faith, told of a woman's experience in changing her life from the terrible addiction of drugs and alcohol that had dominated it, and how little by little, step by step, with God's help and the help of others, she was able to leave that life behind and walk out the door, so to speak, in finding a new life that was ahead of her. Of this change, she said, The gospel changed my heart, my appearance, my attitude, and my feelings. And through it all, I learned to pray. And whenever I have a problem, I go to Heavenly Father and say, Help me. And He sees me through it. Now when I walk, I walk with my head high because I know Heavenly Father's beside me every step of the way. Oh, it's a new day, she continued. I lost a lot of things by wanting to be in this drug world. I lost my apartment. My son almost died in a fire. I lost my marriage. I lost happiness completely. But I got it back. Heavenly Father gave me another chance to start again. I'm new now. Brand new, all inside and out. President Faust then followed this up by saying, Each new day that dawns can be a new day for us to begin to change. We can change our environment. We can change our lives by substituting new habits for old. We can mold our character and future by pure thoughts and nobler actions. As someone once put it, the possibility of change is always there, with this hidden promise of peace, happiness, and a better way of life. And you know, the only thing that I would add in the song that was sung in Santa Claus is Coming to Town is before the phrase, a good place to start is to stand, I'd put in its place, a good place to start is to kneel, because you'll never stand taller than you will while on your knees. Before you stand up to start to change your life, kneel down to access the power to change. Because if you really want to change, the most important step you can take, I believe, is to kneel. Everywhere Christ went, He changed people. He changed their hearts. He changed their minds. He changed their bodies. He changed their souls. A person cannot be around Christ without wanting to be better themselves. That's why I love the concept of Christmas or Christmas or more Christ. Think about how much more good in the world there is around Christmas time. How much kinder we can be with each other. How much more patient. How much more giving. Christmas time gives us a glimpse of how the world could be if we spent more time with Christ. Like with the good old winter warlock, Christmas can help even the coldest of hearts to change. Well, many of you know that I was out delivering pies and thank yous around Thanksgiving. What a lot of you don't know is that I was actually pulled over by a police officer for having an expired license plate, which had only been expired for like three weeks. I remember thinking, really? You're going to pull me over for that? 
Then, of course, all the other negative thoughts came and I started to get angry. The officer was pretty direct and cold about it as well, which didn't help things. And as he went back to his car to process my license and registration, I remember that I had a choice. I could continue to be upset and react cold to the officer, or another thought entered my mind. I could tell the officer thank you for the job that he was doing, which I really did genuinely appreciate, and maybe even give him a pie as a part of it. (laughs) I remember thinking, if I choose to do this, I wonder how often this might have happened to a police officer. They give someone a ticket and that someone gives them a pie and tells them thank you in return. Well, I decided to do the latter and the moment I decided to do that, it was like my icy heart started to melt. The negative feelings left and instead I felt better, happier. I knew that I could be given a ticket still, but honestly that didn't matter. Ticket or no ticket, I was going to tell this officer thank you. The officer came back and he did give me a ticket. But before he finished up his heartless delivery of it, I said, hey, listen, you guys don't get thanked enough for what you do. And I've been out delivering pies to work associates and others telling them thanks for what they do. And if it's okay, I'd like to give you this pie and tell you thank you for what you do. Would that be okay? I didn't realize it at the time, but here I was experiencing my own version of the interaction between Santa Claus and the Winter Warlock. A little speechless, the officer said, well, yeah, thank you. I handed him his pie and asked him his name, again told him thanks, and shook his hand. I told him happy Thanksgiving and went on my way, and I felt good and happy. My icy heart had melted despite being given a ticket. I got to tell you, this was the first time that I've ever felt good inside after being given a citation. And I realized that it was because I was open to the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Christmas. As I started spiraling in anger, as is human nature, another thought cut through it all. A thought to take a different approach, a better approach, a higher approach, a more Christ-like approach, and instead express appreciation for Him. As I did that, I recognized that I took a small step myself in changing that moment from bad to good, in changing my day from bad to good, in changing my nature from bad to good. Now, I did notice, however, as I was driving away, that he had pulled someone else over, so I guess he might need another pie or two, or maybe a choo-choo would work. Although he, of course, was doing his job, I wonder and hope that he might have done it a little less cold after his interaction with me. That's the power of Christ around us and in us to change us, and the power of more Christ during Christmas. So my invitation for you today is to not be afraid of change, and to believe that it can be as easy as taking our first step, and then take at least one step today to change for the better, by kneeling and asking for God's help to change, and then stand back up and get to work. Who knows, you might just find yourself in a situation where you can make a small choice, And take a simple step to turn a moment from bad to good in your day-to-day. And when you choose to do that, you'll have also taken a step to change your nature from bad to good. And now for the activity for you to implement today. It's a very simple one. It's to make something good to eat together tonight or one night soon. And what I mean by that is to pick a favorite Christmas treat or two and to make them with your family or friends. Your kids, your spouse, your friends will think that you're making a Christmas treat but what you're really making is a memory. Dads and men, don't leave this just to the ladies. Get involved. Be the taste tester, if nothing else. 
Every treat-making effort needs at least that. Be present, and you'll have given the best present that you can to those that you love. We love to make a night of it. We pick our favorite treats. We put on a Christmas show in the background or music. And if you need a couple of very easy suggestions that, yes, every man can do, just look on a box of checks to find a recipe for something that's called Muddy Buddies. They're so easy to make and so, so good. And for another suggestion, if you can find a bag of corn pops, look on the back of the bag for a recipe to make caramel pops. Those are two of our most favorite treats, and we look forward to making them every year. I mean, heck, you can even just buy some Toll House cookie dough and make cookies together. There's really no excuse. We can all do this. And like I said, you'll be making a whole lot more than treats. Plus, maybe you can throw in a little conversation about the importance of following a recipe to make something change from bad to good. And what the recipe might look like in life, one step at a time, and to make sure to always add more Christ or Christmas to whatever you make. Maybe even deliver a plate of whatever you make to a neighbor and wish them a Merry Christmas. I promise you'll change their day for the better, however it's been for them. Unless, of course, you mistakenly add salt for sugar, I guess that could cause a problem. So, like with life, make sure that you follow the recipe and just put one foot in front of the other as you do. Thanks as always for listening today, everyone. Remember, change isn't as hard as we think. We just need to take a step in that direction. And good luck in making whatever Christmas treats you do this holiday season. I hope most of all that you make them together with those that you love. And you know, if you need anyone to deliver them to, just let me know. I would be absolutely happy to give you my address and to taste test anything that you might make. That's the least I could do. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and this is the Christmas edition of The Daily Drive.